0: Welcome to Raising Vibrant Kids. I'm your host, Rachel Blair. I hope that you'll join me on this podcasting adventure as we have deep conversations about raising vibrant kids. How can we raise children who are happy, healthy, authentic to themselves, and able to listen to their inner voices? And I truly believe that that's only possible when the parent is also vibrant, happy, and healthy. So, this podcast is not only about your children, it's also about you. Let's dive in. As we wrap up 2022 and the first year of this podcast, I just want to say, first of all, a big, huge thank you to all of you who have listened to the interviews, to the solo episodes, and just thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to produce this podcast and to have all these different conversations and the amazing guests that I've gotten to interact with. So I hope that you have gotten as much out of it as I have, and I cannot wait until 2023. It's going to be really exciting. So today's episode, we're going to do a recap of the guests that we've had on there have been a total of 19 guests. Um, One of them did two episodes and 18 solo episodes. So we'll split it into two parts. And today will be part one. I hope you enjoy. Our first guest that we're going to review is Yolanda Canny of Girl Take the Lead podcast. And she really talked to us about parents as leaders, and how we are the leaders in our families. We had a wonderful discussion about resilience, empathy listening well listening well to our children, asking for support, and creating a vision for our families. Take a listen.
1: The skill set of motherhood brings so much to the party when we look at our families as teams, you know you're multitasking, you're a visionary, you're looking at the end goal of things. you're researching constantly too, right? You're listening. You have skills of of empathy and care, which are essential in being a good leader. And what you're chasing in your family, it's good to just think about that. Like, what are you chasing? Like, what are your fears? So what? This happens. At the end of it, are we going to be happier that we're still connected to our families? You know, that we can presence love, we can presence safety, we can help them be resilient with whatever they face in their life. It's such a gift, such a gift. And I know when you're in it, you have no idea how fast it is going, but when they start driving, (laughs) everything changes That's a huge milestone moms. It's like the whole world changes when they start driving and you realize, oh my God, I'm out of a job. (laughs) I don't have to drive, but I still have to give the, you know, cake pops and go to the water polo games or whatever. But it's very different when you have the perspective on how short it really is.
0: Next is Michelle Becker. She was one of the first guests on the show and she and her husband run their business where your best takes you. We have a wonderful conversation about quieting criticism and judgment, listening to your own intuition, and really leaning into what feels right for you. Michelle shares her morning practice, gratitude practices, and self-care, and that they've learned that every challenge you go through in life is just another opportunity to learn and grow and pivot in a different way.
2: Take a listen. For us, it's what's the top priority and taking care of ourselves and growing and making like best out of this one body and one mind and one soul that we have here in this time on earth is so incredibly important. Mahatma Gandhi has this quote, live as if you were to die tomorrow and learn as if you were to live forever. And I think that's really this concept and this idea that I'm trying to take with me in 2022. All of these practices and leaning into the gratitude and the personal development and taking care of your body. You're learning to listen to your body and to listen to your mind and to nurture your soul. And it's hopefully helping you live this life that is so full and robust and making time to do those little things throughout the day just makes that full, robust life so much more possible. And that's the goal overall to help more people find that and make make it happen.
0: Tracy Baldwin joined us to discuss her book that she was writing called Life Disrupted, Finding Your Way Forward When the World is Upside Down, which is now published and available for purchase. So congratulations, Tracy. Our hope is that this open and honest conversation about mental health struggles empowers and inspires any parents out there struggling with mental health, especially anxiety and depression
3: you're still going to get knocked down, but you just, you'll get back up. You won't stay down. And I think that we all need to like really proactively seek that skill set for yourself on how you're not going to let life knock you down and know what brings you joy, you know, like know what your coping skills are and just really listen to your body, no matter the, the emotion, happiness, joy, or despair, depression, it's all emotion. And that energy, it only lasts a moment. And sometimes the moments are longer than others, but it moves through you. Right. And I think I realized that like that moment passed that despairing, I need to get out of here. I need to flee my house. I need to flee my life. It went away enough. So I could kind of come more to my senses and be more centered and say no Tracy this is not what you want you still need to be in this world and I
0: this year I also interviewed my own husband Todd Blair and we talked a lot about lessons learned growth mindset and what he wants to teach our children it was so fun to sit down and have that conversation with him I hope you also enjoy it
4: what I'd really like to impart on our kids is that they really can do what they want to do in this world, and their traits aren't fixed at birth, and they can grow into the infinite possibility. The one thing that I would leave the audience with, just kind of going back to the Carol Dweck book uh, about mindset, um, I would say read that book not only for your benefit, but also Uh, for your your kids and other people that you interact with. It has sections not only of showing up at work with a growth mindset, but also parenting, coaching, um, and all these other ways to empower those around you, including your your children. Uh, So instead of uh, ingraining them with the idea that their capacity to learn, their intelligence, their potential is all fixed at birth, You know, you just like your children can grow from the day you're born until the day that you die. Encourage that level of learning in yourself and your children. Rise above blame, try to understand the challenge and solve it. Praise effort and problem solving using different techniques instead of praising outcomes. Instead of punishing and judging your kids, help them to understand and learn.
0: Kevin Finch and I had a fantastic conversation about the power of observation as a parenting tool, how to harness our children's intrinsic motivation and the power of boredom, and also modeling reading for our kids and so much more. He is a homeschooling dad who stays at home with his three girls, and he also runs a tutoring business outside of his house. And his advice was fantastic. So I hope you enjoy it.
5: Confidence is the absolute first thing we have to overcome. Like I can't make any progress with a kid until they start they, to believe they can learn. So uh, the program I use, you know, it, it, it's designed to build confidence. It just the way it starts, it starts and everything builds and you don't learn anything until you, you don't, you're not asked to learn anything that you haven't, that isn't based on something you've already learned. So it, it's a process because the, the, a lot of the kids who come to me are just completely defeated. And then, you know, once they break that confidence barrier, I know now, Okay, now now we've really got a chance to build on this because you're right. You cannot do anything if the the kid doesn't have confidence. And if you're not as a parent, calm, calm and patient through the through the process. What I've learned from being around my children so much um, and teaching is that kids have uh, are very forgiving. They have very short term memory. And that you you can have a really bad day as a parent and feel really terrible about it, but the next day you've got a chance to just start all over again. And that can even be like you could feel like you had five bad years of parenting. Like you you have that ability at any moment the next day to just start over, fresh day, fresh start, and and you know try to be more the parent that you that that you want to be, because we all mess up. I mean, I have definitely regrets of things I've done, but my kids, uh, the next morning, they're just up and they love you. The next morning, they're like hugging you. Good morning. I love you, even though you messed up the day before. So I think that just with parenting, it's just day to day. And that every day is a new day and you, you just start over.
0: Then my friend, Jana Watson, came on to talk about connecting to your inner child and reigniting your creativity. She also has a podcast called The 5-Minute Inner Child, and she has started a group called Crazy Dreamers. We spoke about how reconnecting to your inner child can not only unlock your creativity and passions, but also be a healing journey for unresolved trauma. Jana has so much wisdom, and by reconnecting to her inner child, she's actually written two children's books that are now available on Amazon. One is called A Great Lakes Tale, Superior Learns She's Part of the Flow, and the other one is Ruby the Rubber Band, Learns Her Limits, A Case of Being Too Stretchy.
6: Here's Jonna. Well, I think that what this does for me, this practice of staying present, it's go- it gives me more energy for my kids. If that's what your podcast is about, raising vibrant kids, it does, there is something there that when you're connecting to your inner child, like kids, they have more energy. And now I don't know how it all works on the physiological level. That's not my expertise, <laughs> but there is something that happens when you're doing something that delights you or lights you up, that gives you energy instead of drains you. And so you do end up, I end up having more energy for my kids to, to. Um, what's the phrase, pouring from an empty cup you don't have anything left so there is this this knowledge there that when we are just constantly giving and giving and giving we don't have anything left so um it's kind of i think more of a preventative approach to making sure that we're be, we're able to show up for our families from a place of abundance we want to or not it's very easy to 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 forget the wonder and awe and dream. And I think that's all, it's all kind of related to curiosity and creativity because those are the, qu- we start asking all kinds of questions when we see a cool fish, which is one of the, you know, that came up in one of the interviews I did at one point and clouds in the sky and somebody talked about stars. And it is so interesting that when you say, what makes you go, wow, it's not, it, they actually don't talk about video games. They don't talk about, electronics or devices, which is like where a lot of kids spend time right now. They talk a lot about nature. They say they go back to family time or something that they saw or an animal. They A lot of talk about animals. And it's just really neat. And I love that even as I have a lot of concerns about um, the public school system in general and just how creativity and curiosity isn't at the forefront. I'm hoping that even by directing them back to what do you dream of? What makes you go? Wow. Or awesome that those things are just a little bit of a a lifeline to remember because the more that we practice, the more we can remember things. So I'm hoping that, you know, as their parents see that or their teachers go back and read that, that that's something that can keep coming up because honestly, a lot of those things are things that are in our everyday lives and we just get, we go unconscious to them. We go unconscious and we just are in autopilot. So that's my hope that I'm, I'm, I'm raising more conscious kids. I hope.
0: Kate Kripke came on to talk about maternal health and well-being and how important it is. We talked about her new book, Reinventing Supermom. We touched on some really neat topics during our conversation, such as the identity shift of motherhood, secure attachment, how to deal with difficult emotions, modeling for our children, and what self-care can look like on a daily basis. Kate is actually offering a healthy mom boot camp, which is starting in January. If you are interested, we do have a 10% off code for you. It is Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L 10. And I will put her website in the show notes. It's katekripke.com slash bootcamp. Here's Kate.
6: My narrative right now is every day maternal mental wellbeing because maternal and child mental health are so connected that we have to, as mothers learn how to bring ourselves back in to the picture. So we, and that's like, I feel so passionate about that for so many reasons that that really is where my heart is right now. And I, what's both a blessing and a curse about that is it requires personal responsibility. That is why we do this work, right? Because we are raising the next generation and we have a role in who those kids turn out to be. And, and I, and I mean more how they learn to relate to themselves. And the world around them and we model that to them. So it's gotta start with us.
0: Kristen Latini also came on and talked about her new podcast, Building Your Own Fairy Tale. She is a trailblazer who is helping the rest of us to build our fairy tales through inspiring interviews, tips, and strategies on her podcast. May we all be brave enough to write our own stories. Here's Kristen.
6: If whenever I run into like this is selfish, or what am who am I to do this? I think I think about my girls watching mm. and I need to be that role model for them just as much as I want to be it for other women who maybe maybe in the same boat of like, no, no, we don't have to accept the status quo. We can, we can do better. We can do more. Come on, let's figure it out together. It's just trying to instill that, that self-love, that self-confidence. Like, you know, everyone loves if someone compliments you and you're like, oh, great dress. I love it. Or your hair looks great today. Like that feels good. Right. And so sometimes they'll come home and tell me, oh, Mrs. So-and-so said she liked my hair for picture day. But then, you know, and that's nice. And you say, thank you. But I always say, but what really matters is how did you feel when you did your hair that way? Or how did you feel when you were wearing that? Like, I try to always bring it back to that's, that's great. I think we thank them and we appreciate it. But what's more important is how you feel on the inside than what anyone else outside has to say or do to you. My good friend
0: Whitney Baker from the Electric Ideas podcast also came on to discuss navigating the identity shift that moms go through when they hit the pause button on their professional life. Whitney is helping women ditch the rules of how they think they're supposed to live and rewrite the book for the life they really want. Whitney's podcast, Electric Ideas, is absolutely awesome. You should check it out. And she even has a six-week
7: mastermind coming up in January. Here's Whitney all about how you feel and many mothers get into this ethos of like how it should look, what they should be doing. And most of all, they have shame around self-care because they think it's going to come across as selfish. Whereas I would argue, and this has been a big part of my journey that if you're at the center and you're content, happy, showing up energetically calm, peaceful, whatever your values are or whatever's authentic to you that's going to ripple out into all your interactions and whether there's frictions with every transition or whether you know the majority of the time it's a little bit more of a like intentional peaceful home i mean one of the most important things that's been transformational in my life is establishing a pretty rock solid morning routine especially on weekdays that We have work, school, and more activities. And so this all goes back to showing up for yourself and making a choice to be intentional with how you want to fuel yourself and show up in your world again. So I think we all know how it feels to be like awakened by a small child in the morning when you're like sound asleep. And if you start that day, I mean... Yes, we all wish we'd be like, good morning. But sometimes you're just like, oh, my God, like you literally are starting your day reacting to someone else pulling at you, bleeding from you. Right. And again, remember that like having for those of you that have young kids out there, like it is a season. Sometimes you just like got woken up in the middle of the night. So don't beat yourself up. But it, it sometimes even if it like is only waking up 20 minutes before you think your first child's going to wake up, having a set routine that feels like so intentional and serving to you in the morning is a huge game changer.
0: The last guest we're going to review today is one of my really good friends, Tori Rutherford. She and I started our mothering journey together. We had the most amazing discussion talking about how to let our children be authentic, how to honor our children's feelings, and how much fun it is to see them grow into who they want to be and shine their light on the world. Tori is an amazing human being, and I hope that you enjoy these words
8: of wisdom. I just find them fascinating. And, you know, bringing back to the topic of authentic kids, I I just wouldn't want to interfere with that in any way. Like, they're just who they are. How can I help them be more of that? How do I help them, you know, sort of follow their passions and dreams? If you're listening to this podcast, you're already like so. interested in understanding how to raise kids authentically. So um, if that's where you're at and you just have that curiosity and how can I do this better? Well, you're already doing it. And in, in my opinion, so to me, it's just take this week um, or this day or this moment and, and, and just look at your kids in the, in the beautiful light they bring into your life. I, I just, I do that. I literally, daily am in awe by my kids just for who they are. I um one thing, I think it was Tony Morrison who said this is that when your children walk into the room, smile at them, light up, because that is where you're making the first impression on them each time they walk in the room. Um it's so easy as a parent to have judgment on, oh what fix your outfit, do this, your shoes untied, your hair's a mess, you know, go brush your teeth, go do that. You know, like I, I think even the most simple shift in how you uh, welcome them in, into a space is huge, and you 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 that energy is reflected back at you. And so, I guess one of the simplest things to bring light out in your children is just when they walk in the room, your response is is light and happiness, and and see them. You know, just look at them for who they are and their beauty. And, and then later on, correct anything else that is needing to do, uh, you know, whatever, tie or shoe or whatever. But um, I think that one simple um, thing, I think about it all the time, whether it's my kids or adults I walk into a room with, um, how can I set the tone and, and, and be there? And I think it just makes it a safe space each time they come in your presence. And 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 you're still able to do all the other things as a parent, but that little gesture—it I, I, would be one little suggestion I'd have. I guess um, there you go.
0: Thank you so much to all of the amazing guests that have come on raising vibrant kids, and for all the fun conversations that we've had. This podcast has been a really fun journey for me, and thank you so much to all of the listeners who have come along with me and who have listened to one episode or all 38 episodes whatever participation you have had, I really appreciate it. I'd also love it if you would rate and review the show, subscribe to it. I feel so blessed to be creating this in the world. And I hope that you have a fantastic new year. I hope that 2023 is the best year yet. May we all know that we are amazing gifts to the world and let our light shine bright.